0: Hello everybody, Jaime here from Cantina MX Football Podcast, broadcasting live on Twitter Spaces. We are going to be talking about the round of 16 here in League's Cup. We have some matches underway, some matches just ended. Of course, a lot of drama and controversy going on, and we're going to be talking about it in just a second um for those who are unfamiliar with cantina just know we do broadcast on twitter spaces and live on youtube as well simultaneously so feel free to join us raise your hand if you want to speak this is for y'all to vent to talk about joining me right now is my good friend abdias abdias how we doing
1: well Greetings. I wish I could say well, but first off, let me start off by this. I don't know if you guys can hear it. You know, got to crack a cold one, porque puta madre me <laughs> dieron el corazón hoy. Bro, like, the rumors were running, and I was like, no podemos ser tan pendejos. Like, neta, güey. Like, hemos estado pidiendo esto... <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Uh, thanks for reminding us. Cruz Azul, uh, apart from being eliminated from League's Cup, uh, has also decided to eliminate Ricardo Ferretti. Il Tuca has been relieved of his duties, which, I don't know, man, seems a little drastic, seems a little premature.
1: Bro, it is so fucking short-sighted. Like, that's the thing. It, like, uh, puta madre, wey. It fucking hurts to support this team. Like, that's the thing. It hurts because it's like, yo, the enemy, anim- the call is coming from inside the house. Like, I don't know what's happening, pero puta madre que si no podemos seguir un proyecto que si no podemos hacer las cosas bien. Fucking Juan Reynoso, they he had to go to court to get paid. Wow. The man who brought us La Novena, que seguimos mamando sobre eso. If you notice, we still wear the fucking patch of the ninth championship, which was two years ago, like, carnal. Yeah, güey. Pero, like, dude, it's just one after the other after the other. Like, neta, we, it's a couple years ago, cuando, que fue? Cuando la cagaron contra Pumas, ¿verdad? Eh, salió un, un video virial de una señora que estaba, like, estos cabrones no se merecen nuestro soporte, soporte no valen verga, que no se merecen los aficionados, somos los más fieles y estamos la, la 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 Y yo estaba, nadie ah, vieja, like, cálmese, like, entiendo, ¿verdad? Pero pues, no está tan mal y dame tres años y ahí estoy, güey, like, que cosa su puta madre.
2: No sirve para.
1: It hurts, bro. It hurts. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's such a short-sighted view of things because if anything, like, los refuerzos fueron Madre. Llegaron tarde. By the time that he had a full team to work with, we were already going in, into League's Cup. Porque el registro se tardó un chingos. El avisa se tardó también. Hubo un chingos de cosas, de principio a fin, que la cagaron. Y luego dicen, no, no, no. Sabes qué fue, güey? ¿Sabes qué lo va a terminar de verga? Pinches sismosos de Televisa, güey, que estaban de que no, que el Tuca no va a trabajar y que solamente va a a tres entrenamientos y que quién sabe qué. Chínguen a su madre.
0: I'm playing you off, man. I
1: know and that's it. That's it. I want for this beautiful tune to play out cuz that's my feelings.
0: okay brother that's what we're here for we even started the podcast early so you can get your get it off your chest and hey look man you know chivas fans we we feel that we've been through it you know we we've had our ups and downs and uh it, it is frustrating to to watch you know the front office just like fuck shit up and you know i, I thought Duca, you know the he wouldn't take on a project like this if he didn't have full admin control and you know i feel like they definitely uh shafted him. They, they did the jeweler caesar on in the et brute so et yeah yeah man a lot of emotions here in league's cup uh bringing out the worst out of out of mexico i think um i know ron is hot i don't think he's 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 on the podcast yet but we hope to see him uh later on in the show he was not happy with the officiating today uh yeah. in nashville against america I will say, man, these these round of 16 um, matches today were pretty entertaining. Um, just when things had been written off, it looks like there was like a, you know, a mini comeback there, especially with the Luca. They were down to zero early, you know, in the first half and in the second half, they came back, scored one and then Volpi taking a PK to tie the game in the 75th minute and, and took the game to PKs. And unfortunately, um, that is where they were eliminated by Minnesota. And on the flip side, America were down 1 0 against Nashville, tied the game up 1 1, and then got a favorable PK call around the 94th minute. Julian Quinones scored the goal, took off his jersey, celebrated. It looked like it was all said and done. But then Nashville tied it again in the 99th minute and forced the game to PKs. And uh, I'm actually really confused right now because who ended up making it to the next round? Because I saw America celebrating, but it looks like maybe something got overturned. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on.
1: On the books right now, it looks like it's America.
0: Oh, okay. Then it's probably uh, Google just... Messing up then. Because I, I do recall America winning that match in PKs. And then Ron on, Ron went on this crazy tantrum on Twitter. So, yeah, maybe when he comes in, he can clarify <laughs> wh- what the fuck is going on. There's also, as of we speak right now, Tigres and Monterrey tied at halftime 0-0. Zero, zero. In my opinion, uh, that has been the best match of the day. A lot of, a, a lot of dynamic play. A lot of, like, you know, this is, like, one of the first matches I've seen in League's Cup where you can see the quality of play. So far, like, the defending in in League's Cup in general has just been atrocious, especially in that Miami game. Like, look, man, there's a big fix for for Messi to win this thing, and just don't be so blatantly about it because, you know, Dallas was up 4-2. This game was fucking over. And then in the something minute, they scored an own goal, and it wasn't even like – it didn't even look like an accident. It looked like he intentionally tried to score in his own net, and then, of course, Messi gets a free kick call and he puts it away and uh, they win in PKs. So the Messi dream continues. But uh, yeah, there's been a lot of questionable calls so far in League's Cup. I think. And let's
1: not forget, El Poderosísimo Querétaro moves on to the next round.
0: Yes, Los Gallos Blancos. They actually are the only Mexican team remaining on the east side of the bracket. And they actually did get through the next round against New England yesterday, again on PKs. Uh, we have- Yes, that's what
1: I was going to say. A lot of PKs, man.
0: Yeah, a lot of PKs. We have Joel joining us. It looks like uh, Johnny Rico wants to speak as well. So, you know, we're going to get everyone going cool. here in just a sec. Feel free to speak up, uh, Joel or Johnny or both. Welcome.
3: What's up, everyone? Um, I I think you missed the late drama. Medica are eliminated.
0: Nah, you're lying. And I am so fucking pissed right now. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So what happened?
3: So Malagón stops the last PK. Everybody starts celebrating. Happiness. Yeah. They're jumping with the fans. Ten minutes later, VAR sends a call down to the field. No. That Malagón was slightly off his line.
0: Are you kidding me? wow
3: i I had already i had already turned into the monterrey tigres game same and now i'm now i'm so pissed off i don't even want to watch that game oh Oh, shit i
0: i did the same thing i saw malagon celebrating with the fans everyone running on the field i thought that game was over 10 minutes later no fucking way no, okay. I can see the tantrum. I can see why everyone's so upset now. Yo, that's fucked up, man. That is that is really messed up. Damn. And, and so, so
3: we retake that penalty kick. They, of course, scored it. Then steps up Jonathan Dosan. Oh dosan God! Blast the ball into the crossbar. Yeah, Johnny Two Saints. I was.
0: I don't. Know, I don't
3: understand the hype. Like they even made him fucking captain for this game
0: you know i saw him in the starting lineup today and we we had this group chat and i i I tagged ricky like hey ricky bro like how is this guy still employed like how does jonathan have a job man that guy's a bum. him and his brother he he is and i don't know what jardine is
3: doing because we're down one zero and his super sub is miguel ayun who
0: also (laughs) missed missed. (laughs) oh my god Oh, man, that is... I don't think I've ever seen that happen ever in a soccer game where they overturn a call that late. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be... I feel like there needs to be, like, a rule. Like, hey, like, you have, like, I don't know.
1: Like, the game's fucking over, dude. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, you know, you think about uh, in the NFL, right? You have to throw the flag, like, immediately after the play is over. Like, you can't contest that, like, 10 minutes after the game. You can't go back and review the tape that's nuts dude well i wonder i wonder if they'll get appealed because there's no way there's no way that's fucking leaks cup for you yeah this is uh this is downright dirty and i'm wondering you know if there's like a conspiracy for this to like happen you know just like i don't know we need a degenerate gambler up on the on this (laughs) podcast to so if they can explain the the spread and the I mean, points and the parlays and all that shit. I mean the
3: the MLS bootlickers will say that if there was a conspiracy, it'd be for America to make the final.
0: Oh, I see.
3: So uh, you know, there no one's no one's gonna downright admit it.
4: Wow. But, this this feels like that Buffalo Wings commercial. I don't know if you guys seen it. And the game's about to end, so they keep eating wings, and and the game keeps getting extended. That's and someone started eating fucking wings after after like five minutes, and then the game gets extended. But but yeah, after ten minutes, um, and I I don't I don't really pay much attention because you know like during the regular match you get the, you know the final whistle, um, do you get the same after the penalty kicks?
3: Yeah, there was a, there was a final like there. So, that th- three- dude,
4: that's it. Yeah, if it was the if it was that, yeah, I don't like. Yeah, the game um, ender.
0: That's the game ender.
4: They they should yeah, America should definitely contest it then. Yeah,
0: there's no way you can uh, overturn that after that, dude. That because then, really then it's like who
4: made who made the call for bar? I mean, so it was obviously not the ref if he ended the thing. Um, Oh, and if whoever, if there's someone else in charge, there's obviously has to be a time limit. You can't, you can't take that long to try to overturn something. Um, so, yeah, I hope, I hope I may um, contest it and they can um, be given the win. Cause,
1: all right. Just, so, I have to ask Leagues Cup is an official CONCACAF tournament, right? Yeah, the, the
3: top three teams in League's Cup go to CONCACAF Champions
1: League. Yep. So then, could this be appealed through CONCACAF or FIFA? I mean, I don't
3: know.
1: I I mean, we're still going to get fucked. Like, it's a chingo away. Ya, ya perdiste.
0: Pero yeah. no, Mames, I'm not
1: going to let you fist fuck me like this.
0: Dude, this I is mean, nuts, man. I can't believe this happened. What the fuck? <laughs> How does this happen 10 minutes after the game ends, bro? <laughs> I've like I've never seen match fixing at this like level before. You usually see this in like Nigeria or in Africa or whatever. You don't see this in the fucking like United States MLS blatantly like that. That's just fucking crazy. Yeah, that's I mean you you can't appeal like from
3: a standpoint, you, you don't you don't lose anything if you appeal it, but you think CONCACAF MLS or League Cup are gonna admit that they fucked up?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is incredible. I I have yeah. no words. So that means uh America's eliminated. So then it's going to be uh, Nashville versus uh, Minnesota in that game. And then I don't know who uh, the winner of Monterrey Tigres play. That's crazy. I think
3: the winner of LAFC against
0: Real Salt Lake. Oh, Real Salt Lake, Lake who's also zero well, zero. You, know,
3: you know, like... Thinking about
4: it, I think because America agreed to,
0: to restart the game. Yeah.
4: Then yeah. I think that that sort of... I personally, I wouldn't have. I would have been like, nope.
0: But like, nope, did they I'm agree
4: or were they this forced?
1: Shit. Yeah. Like, no, nah, you have
4: to agree too. Either, huh? I mean, or you
1: forfeit. It's like either play or forfeit. That's I, crazy. No, I mean, you, I you let
4: them... I
3: would have been actually more... I would have been... A little more at ease If we take the forfeit loss Like, damn
1: Con yeah. el pinche fusil en la frente
3: Yeah like, like Fuck the Fuck the league cup Just go to the dressing room As if you won Because you did win And let let them sort it out
0: There's no way uh, Like Clue America Or like Anyone from Mexico Is gonna let this Get lived down Unless they're in on it too Unless they're in on the fix Cause like this is just a poor reflection of how they're treating us. Yeah. And at this point there, there's no reason to continue to compete in this tournament. If that's how they're going to yeah. do it. And if I was the president of league and I would pull all the teams out right now and say, you guys can suck my dick. Like we're out dude. And you yeah, guys, wh- and you guys can just take this L, you know? And like, you know, you guys can figure out who plays who and, and lose all this money because you guys fucked us. Like, Really hard That's what I would do If I was the president Of the League of Mike's, I would do that shit Right now dude
1: Damn bro I've never been upset For class. <laughs> and I'm fucking pissed Like I'm on that one Right now
0: That's crazy
1: See And I've said I said it before It was like Yo this is starting To feel a lot like Los hombres De pantalones largos right the businessmen that started like dealing in soccer and started doing that shady shit in the back rooms cuz like the messy script like how many players like how many Liga MX teams have to play on turf and the amount of injuries that are happening and like all of this stuff it's just what's the point of us cuz when this started i was excited bro i've, I've been a, a defender of this one pero no mames
3: Oh, I I knew from the start it's gonna be a shit show. Like spending a whole month on the road in the U.S. Like like living at a hotel that's that's way too much. Like you're expecting this is what people, what the players go through to go to the World Cup, and you're asking them to go through that for a fucking league cup.
0: Wow, this is crazy, absolute bonkers. Never seen this done. In a game ever, and yeah, I would have yeah I would have refused to take the penalty. I would have been like, no, this game's over, bro. You fucking blew the whistle. Everybody celebrated like that's it. You know, you guys have a have an issue with someone coming off the line. So you guys can fucking argue that after, but we're through. Like I would have I would have sent everyone to the locker room and just said, yeah, this game's over. That's crazy. Well, that means that there will only be two Liga Mechies teams remaining in this tournament after tonight. Super Querétaro
3: and Juan Regio.
0: Yep.
1: Put your money on Querétaro, boys. I bet that payout is <laughs>
3: wild.
0: I want to see that game. That game's going to be fun. Querétaro versus Miami. That'd be dope, man. <laughs> I'm, Yo,
3: I, I was already inching for a uh, Querétaro-America final.
0: Nah.
1: <laughs> Look, a... man, as long as it's Liga and Mackeys against Liga and Mackeys, we win. Yo, but, way.
3: That, that would have been such a big fuck you to the entire MLS to have a Querétaro-America final.
0: Ugh. Yeah, and <laughs> on U.S. soil, too.
3: I mean, we we can still have it with whatever Regio against queretaro
0: Mm-hmm yeah yeah for sure wow boys that is that is some breaking news for sure um rayados tigres i will say uh welcome sergio canales to liga MX. uh he's been looking good uh 40 the 45 minutes that he played this dude's you can tell he's he's got uh he's got the vision he's setting up some great passes and uh you know Rayados should be up one zero right now but uh you know, never cannot dig this. That's that's one thing I can say as a Chivas fan. Yeah. How do you guys feel about this rumor that has been picking up steam about Jimmy Lozano uh, remaining as the coach for the national team for twenty twenty six and beyond? And beyond,
1: because that's the whole thing. Whoever gets hired, the the whole thing is it's twenty twenty six and beyond as long as they hit the benchmarks.
4: Wasn't there going to be a big announcement from FMA for I, I,
3: I like it. I think uh, whoever takes over in the Mexican national team, like not necessarily has to be a Mexican, but somebody that knows the Mexican player, knows the Mexican league, knows that tactics are not the most important thing, but rather confidence building and group building and... Just like haciendo buen Vestidor is like the absolute key to having a good Mexican squad, and I think Jimmy Jimmy Lozano gets that he he's built put a good good group together. they all get get along, and I think as long as you have that at the center, Mexico's going to be successful,
0: yeah, you know I know that uh, when Jimmy got his first defeat against Qatar. Everybody was pissed off, and they're like, oh, this guy needs to go. And then, you know, Jimmy ends up winning the Gold Cup, and everything's good. Everything's back back on track. And we really hadn't heard any rumors after the Gold Cup of, like, who might take over. You know, we heard Nacho Brees and then Nacho Brees gave uh, Jimmy his blessing. And, you know, and then I did hear about another rumor about Conte being being thrown out there. But at this point, man, the, the players love Jimmy. Just give him the fucking, you know, the reins. It's fine. I'm
4: still wondering about this FMF committee that we're supposed to get. Right. The, um, who was it that came out and gave the big speech and they say, we'll be, we'll be making an announcement
0: soon. It's like the ball you know, guy. They,
4: Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, soon, like, in three days. And it's been, like, what, two weeks, three weeks now?
0: The Juan Carlos, uh, was it Rodriguez, I think his name is? Are you talking about that guy?
4: Yeah, I think it was him. It was a while, and I didn't even get to hear all of it. I just remember that the main thing was we're making an announcement soon about...
0: They talked about the pillars. Yeah, that, that bald guy,
3: he's the new FMF president. Juan Carlos
4: Rodriguez.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Juan Carlos
4: so, Rodriguez. Well, I know, I know there's a few things expected. One of them being, I think, a new, a new jersey for, for uh, Mexico, and then I think they were going to talk about the supposed committee of experts, and then I think if they did do that. They, they were not ask
0: the coach. Yeah, from what I remember they were just talking about um
1: the way it's being structured.
0: Yeah, the way it's being structured, how they're gonna have some like training sessions or training facilities for Mexico here in the States and Oh uh, yeah. Talk- there are centros
3: de alto rendimiento in yeah. in USA.
1: Mm-hmm now the ones that definitely did a cock tease i believe it was adidas that uh was posted about an announcement coming soon
0: adidas hmm like specifically for mexico like kits yeah, yeah. Jersey. new, new oh, jersey I yeah and i think there's more stuff possible
4: extension right possible contract
0: i see extension the,
1: yeah well that that part has already leaked Oh. I believe that the extension has already happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Adidas, but if they give us a lot of money. But then again, it's like, it's not a club, so it doesn't really matter. But they're saying this record, it's a record deal for Max. Yeah, but like, unlike a club, right? Like a club, like Manchester United got like a billion dollar deal with Adidas. Like that money is going to go into like transfers and, and, you know, stuff like that. But in the national team, where does that money go to? It's not like we but can...
4: What, where do you, you think this training center in, yeah, but in like, the U.S., what, what money do you think it's getting built with?
0: I don't know, dude. <laughs> like well, no, 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 no. hold on. Under
1: La Bomba said we aren't building new centers. These centers are already existing. Yeah. We are renting that these was, centers.
0: Yeah, that was the whole point is like instead of buying them or building them in Mexico... We're just gonna use the the existing ones that are in the states because they're like you know world class or whatever. Hmm.
4: Uh-huh. The, the Matias Almeida training center in
3: well, <laughs> Houston. He yes. so there's there's weird power there's weird power shifts in Mexico because the fact that Juan Carlos Rodriguez is now the president that's that to me is the Levisa taking back control from Ira, Iraragorri and Jesus Martinez cuz uh, Juan Carlos Rodriguez was the CEO of 2 uh, N in Miami. Oh, was he? Yeah, so I I know mm-hmm. this because, I know this because back in 2018 when mm. San Diego was had that MLS to San Diego bid for on the on the ballot, mm-hmm. Juan Carlos Rodriguez he was still CEO of Univision Deportes and he was going to be one of the investors in the San Diego team. Oh, interesting. And so that that connection between back then between Univision and MLS, that just told me that MLS was desperate for San Diego. Yeah. Uh, but now that he's FMF president and he's coming from Univision, that to me that's Televisa taking back control of Mexican soccer.
0: Interesting. Yeah, and I was with what group or what?
3: Well, he he kind of he tried to build his own empire.
0: Oh, okay. But he wasn't and, tied with, like, any telecommunication well, no, but, company? No, no. Oh. Oh, just okay.
3: just his own little empire. He bought, multiple, he bought multiple teams across multiple divisions and tried to kind of center power around himself. The problem is that so did Pachuca. So did Jesus Martinez. And they kind of fought each other, and Televisa was like, no, nah, we got to step back in.
0: Oh, I see. Wow. All this shit man that you don't really really pay attention yeah, to.
4: Yeah, it was it was interesting because um it was kinda of low key because you had Lisa stepping down, which I was you sound uh, right
0: you don't sound the best, man.
4: Oh man. All right uh,
0: There you go. You sound a little bit better now.
4: It's better now. The World Cup, I think the plan was to keep Ande Luisa on board. And he ends up stepping down right around the time that, remember, they announced a different, a different group that was like in charge of the national team with Iraragori and uh, a Maori and uh, one of the Tijuana guys, I forget his name. Uh, it was like four or five guys. And then we didn't really hear about them. And that's that's around the time when you heard everyone was, you know, around the time of the appointment of Coca, and no one was really backing them up. And then when the results weren't going the way, still no one would step up in the plate for, for Coca. And at that point, like, you know, right, Shit must be divided if it's to that point where yeah. you're not backing up your candidate. And then, yeah, John de Luisa had stepped down. And um, right when the shit hits the fan, uh, this guy, uh, dude, I forgot his name again. What uh, was it? Rodríguez? Or yeah.
3: Juan Carlos. But, yeah, but... Juan
4: Carlos. Yeah, once Juan Carlos comes in, he pretty much kind of just the committee that was that had been formed, because they weren't even part of any decision that he made. And so at that point you knew that that group was gone. Um
3: yeah, the like, Coca coming out of Atlas, that you can tell that was all yeah, trying to put him at put him at the selection and having his people at the front, but that that he lost that power struggle.
0: And uh to pour salt on an open moon, Abdias, there's a rumor that Coca might coach Cruz Azul.
1: <laughs> he's not a bad coach, though, so I wouldn't. No, ma'am, is would... no, 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 no. It's
4: de la verga. he Even his results in the... In, he just had that one bad game against the U.S., which I still contest the players That's through the, that match.
1: It's more about the style of play. His style of play is shit. All right, he is defensive with no attack.
4: But if he gets a doblete for Cruz Azul, would you care?
1: Oof! You know what? I would. I would because I'd still be salty of like you fucking fired El Puka Ferretti for these mamadas. All right, you understand? you would be like
4: these two campeonatos don't count. I don't.
1: (laughs) I don't think Coca there's, will do that there's, with Zool. There's way more heartbreak on this side of the line than Umbi Campeonato. Like, No, mames, like...
0: I don't if, know if, how Coca will... the
1: short-sightedness. It's the short-sightedness that gets me?
0: I don't know if you can get a job after getting fired from the national team, man. I, I, like, in Mexico, I mean, it's like, how do you... You know, it's like you get laughed out of the business after what he did. Yep. Wait,
4: what did he do? He lost one game where the players had, had uh, to blame at that point.
0: He
1: was Tata Martino 2.0. Um, yeah, but
3: he me- Mexico has very short memory. I'm sure Bravos, Mazatlan. somebody's going to be desperate for a coach.
4: Man, he's not a bad coach,
1: though. No, he's not. I mean, would like you take him at to
3: Atlas to make Atlas be campeón? That says a lot.
1: Would you take him at Chivas? Hell
4: Well, man. not right now because there's there's Paul with Bonoli, but on the he road. Do he if there, if... Yes, yes, he is. Wait, so he, then, he's...
1: would Coca be an upgrade or a downgrade?
4: Right now,
3: yeah, I would say downgrade. No, I, no, because I well, it changes. It, t- it, you t- never t- know. Well, the- d- just talk I, like quality-wise, I agree. He Coca is a good manager, but how could you take in a manager that made your rivals Atlas be Campeón like that? That, well, could, that to me
1: is the, the sticking.
4: Oh, but this this is Diaz, you know, just think if I would take him, but
1: yeah, like not really. And you said it too with
4: the short. Me- <laughs> There's also the short memory, yeah, Johnny. So. I think three, four years. No one's gonna remember. I
0: don't know. I feel like uh, when you coach the national, th- the Mexican national team. I mean, who has had a successful career after that? Like you look. Miguel Mijavarón.
3: Oh. Miguel Mijavarón had a pretty successful career afterwards.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're going way, way back. I'm talking about like, in the last thirty years. You know, you look at no, uh, he, he, well, Osito's Mesa. Did he have a uh, any titles? Out eventually, of he he he, he. Yeah, well, it Aguirre.
4: took mesas a while. It, it did take Mesa a long time to bounce back, but at the same time, his record with um, with Toluca it had been insane, dude. Uh, no, what
0: yeah, he, he had did. done. What he did at Toluca was and amazing. So,
4: so to try to replicate that was always going to be hard. So I think that was also hurting him where they kind of expected to redo that. I was like, you can't, you can't bring that magic through this. And with the coach, yeah, too. Right?
0: Like you look at sven Erickson, you look at Hugo Sanchez, you look at Osorio. Hugo Sanchez did good. I mean, he he went to and he coached in Spain. He hasn't coached in 20 years or 10 years, man. Well, because he he don't have to. They don't care.
1: How many Mexico coaches He cares, okay? Hugo asks every season to be coach of Real Madrid. Hugo asks <laughs> every kidding. time to be coach of La Selección. Hugo won't shut the fuck up about being a
0: coach. <laughs> yeah, dude. This guy's been inactive for like 10 years and gets offended when nobody... Calls him up to get a job, dude. It's, it's like, are you kidding me, bro? What fucking planet do you live on? Tata,
3: Tata Martino went from coaching Antuna to coaching Messi.
0: Yeah, that's an upgrade. <laughs> barely an upgrade, <laughs> but it's an upgrade. Well,
3: come on. I mean,
4: coaching in the Liga, two teams, it's not like he got barely. Um, I think he, we, Liga makes it a bit different just because I think there's You know, he used to be 86 from there,
0: but... Yeah, Tata's no longer welcome in Mexico. I'm telling you that right now.
3: (laughs) Neither him nor Osorio. Fuck them both.
0: Yeah. Man. So the national team has secured a few more partidos moleros in September. They're going to be facing Australia over there in Arlington. Then they're going to face Uzbekistan in Atlanta, Georgia. On September 12th, and then Ghana in Charlotte in October, and then the big one in Philly against Germany. And from my understanding, these are FIFA friendly calendar events, so they should be bringing their best of the best.
3: What a waste!
0: What a waste yeah i think germany is a good that's a good one germany is definitely
1: a good one germany is one that has actually been in the works for a long time after uh, we because... made them
0: our bitch in 2018 or what
1: No, no no it was because of friendlies we we went over and we played a friend where is the germany one being played again
0: this one's in philly
1: Okay, yeah, because the whole deal was MEX went and they played a game in Germany a couple years back, like way the fuck back, and the deal was that Germany would then come to this side to play a game. Well, I guess money has taken over and now it's being played in the US, Ah. when the original agreement was that it was supposed to be a Germany game in Mexico.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: So that one's been in the work for a while. Oh
0: man, I wish Ricardo was here. He's gonna have to make a tough decision and and decide who's gonna root for for that one.
1: <laughs> I mean, the guy who who mentions the Third Reich every time. I'm pretty sure it's
0: Germany. Yeah, that's, which that's
1: I funny. will say it's it's close to a thousand years, so they <laughs> weren't wrong.
0: Yeah, I I mean, if Jimmy's coach, these friendly should be good opportunity for him to test himself against I mean I don't know I don't know too much about Uzbekistan but I think Australia and Ghana are are decent rivals we always play against like Paraguay Ecuador
1: Ghana I'm actually interested in Ghana plays a different style I like it they're gonna they're gonna be fast they're gonna be attacking so it's gonna be great now Uzbekistan was the other one
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we probably had a secured like Russia or something, but then they got cancelled, so then we set it oh, go for Uzbekistan.
1: Were those the ones okay, so I think these games were the ones that were supposed to be played in Europe with like Korea and
0: Oh that's I right
1: Saudi Arabia, but then what happened was yes it is. Then what happened was that you know media rights came out and was like, dude, no one's gonna watch this. Mm -hmm. Like the times that they're gonna happen and all of this, it's not gonna work out in our favor. Even though we are traveling abroad, getting that experience, doing it that way, it's not gonna pay off business wise. So therefore, they canceled those games, and now we have these moleros.
0: We have Al Pastor joining us. Al Pastor, how fucked was your parlay today? Maybe you can give us some insight on the betting world of these recent League Cup matches.
2: No, my parlay is not fucked at all. The only thing I bet on was Tigres and playing like Cheeks right now. Actually, they're playing a lot better than Monterrey. They just can't finish. uh, how
0: How quickly do you get paid out when a match is ending?
2: Right away, like within seconds.
0: So do you think people got fucked in that America game?
2: Probably, because, I mean, Leaks Cup up on their website, they put that America had moved on. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I've never seen nothing like that. I'm curious to look up the rules. Like, can you, like, blow the whistle and then, like, change something? Even if VAR tells you, like, it was off? Because he, like, clearly blew the whistle, and then the assistant referees... shaking the coach's hands no
0: way
2: then they went back and they changed it. oh
0: my god
2: so yes he was off i get that but can you actually change something after you blew the whistle
0: i mean apparently you can if you're uh american
2: (laughs) oh are we
1: talking about this white privilege
0: (laughs) rewriting history man that's nothing new that's crazy. That is crazy. I just know that uh people people in the betting world that had maybe America winning that match, they probably got upset.
2: Well, I mean, it was America's fault, honestly, like if you you look at the last fifty seconds, they were attacking with five guys and they're up two to one, and they're attacking with five guys. And then they lose the ball, and then that's where the goal comes in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? You're attacking with five guys when there's like a minute left. Like, take it to the corner. Like, be smart about it. I mean, I, I don't care about Medica. I was more sex. It reminded me of that Mexico versus a Netherlands game. All they had to do oh, was just God. kill the final minutes. And they were still trying to score and like play hero. Like, why are you trying to be a hero and score another? They'd be smart about it.
0: Yeah. It's like always, man, those tactics, they I think those are what prevent us from being, uh, you know, a top eight country in the World Cup, just like those little moments of lack of concentration or the ability to not close games out.
2: Yeah, yeah
3: I, I, I you agree that with
2: Emotional that. intelligence.
3: I, I agree with that, but again, like I go back to that substitution, like why why bring on Layún? Like, you're going to close out the game with Lajun? Like, that's, <laughs> that's so
0: stupid.
2: Well, I mean, Lajun was one of the five guys that was attacking. It was him, Kevin Alvarez, Quinones. I was like, what are you guys doing, man? You should give it to Quinones and have his ass take it to the corner? Yeah.
3: On that counterattack, we still had, like, four guys defending in the box, but Like, Israel Reyes didn't step up to cover that cross. He was taking steps backwards, which pissed me off the most. And then Araujo just let the guy just walk right in and hit her the ball. So it was just shitty defending all around.
0: Araujo, who was also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, subbed in, right? Like, late in the game?
3: Yeah, he was subbed in to go close out the match, too. Yeah, he was. an extra defender.
0: Yeah. All these little things. I, I never understand why a coach makes these, like, These substitutions at the end of the game, game. especially in an elimination match, it's like when a player is hot, they're hot, right? And in these moments, when you bring in someone like off the bench and they're cold and, you know, they they haven't been in the game, like sometimes it's a detriment, man. Sometimes it ends up burning you, and that's obviously what happened uh, today with America. I understand bringing someone in like for example, for PKs, like you have a goalkeeper that's better at blocking PKs. Then you bring them in at the end of the game and and you take out the goalkeeper. But I don't know, dude, it's always, it's always a risk when you, when you try to bring in a a defender or or someone in when, when the game's about to end, I don't know. I guess they do it as a tactic to like kill more time, but ends up burning you. I feel like. Yeah, for
3: sure. It, because, you know, you throw in a central defender. They, they took off, I think it was uh, either Sendejas or Brian Rodriguez. Uh, you, you, so it just, you throw in a cold defender into the middle of a very hard-fought, hot game. And everything is off balance in the front. You get a cold defender in the back. It just it never works out.
2: Man, then speaking of Sandejas, man, all the people that are saying, oh, we lost him to the U.S. Why didn't we step up? Man, Sandejas is booty. He's terrible. <laughs> like, he will not be missed. Sandejas will not even go to the World Cup with the U.S. Hmm. Like, he will. He's just. He's like a U.S.C. team player. And why Mexican fans thought they were missing out on something, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember when he was at Chivas. And then we really didn't utilize him at all. And then, he, you know, he ends up going... Uh, where does he end up going? Start scoring goals and stuff. They're trying to rub it in it our face. The- Necaxa? I well, think he had Axa, And then he ends up scoring against us uh, in a Clásico with América. Like, obviously, that hurts. But, yeah, you know, Zendek has an upgrade over Antuna. Are they at the same level? Like, probably. You know, I really... I've, I have yet to see... Uh, A Mexican-American that we've, like, missed out on that has cost us. Brandon Brandon Vasquez. I mean, it's cost Chivas for sure. Fucking scored a hat-trick against them.
3: Yeah, but think about Henry Martin as our starting striker. We could have Brandon Vasquez behind him coming up. Mm.
0: I don't know if Brandon Vasquez is uh, national team caliber yet. But,
3: I mean,
2: does
3: Mexico have any young strikers strikers coming up,
0: though? That's a good question.
3: Like, that would be the perfect role for Brandon Vasquez right now in Mexico.
0: Mm. I don't
2: know. Vasquez looks like your typical American striker, just body and physical. Well, Mexico usually relies on someone who has a little bit more of a
0: technique as well.
3: No, I think that's what Mexico has been missing all these years.
0: What is just a big tronco?
3: A, no, <laughs> no, like a big body, a big body striker that can hold wow. the ball, that can flick the ball onto the fast wide players.
0: I guess we had like, um, like Raúl, right? Raúl Jiménez kind of did that.
3: Yeah, and Henry Martin is somewhat good at that. If he was bigger, he'd be better at it, but. With Mexico's quality on the wings, you do need that anchor in the middle that Mexico never seems to have.
2: I don't know, because, like, look at, like, Mexico's top scorers, like, national team, has never been, like, those type of guys. It's always been, like, your Borghetti, your Chicharito, who are, like, running into space, who are looking what to do, and look at Henry Martin, and look at Raul. Okay, yeah, you guys hold the ball great, but you're not scoring. Like, I want a striker that's going to, like, Make the opposing defense be a little worried, especially the internet they
4: players. do worry them they they hold the ball, they open up space for the speedier guys. Yeah, I mean and, they play their role too. It's not just and, to be the main goal scorer, but to you know jalar marca and,
3: and yeah. just... and also also missing from Mexico for a very me. long time that number ten. Mm-hmm. It seems like all our skill players are out wide. But the goals the goal is actually in the middle and we don't have a good center forward and we don't have that number ten like Diego Valdez is currently for America.
0: Yeah, tens are hard to come by nowadays, man. They those creative types they just don't yeah. they don't develop those kids anymore. Uh I don't know if it's just because of modern football and uh the amount of structure that is like you know, demanded nowadays, but yeah, you you rarely see those players. Now all the flashiness is on the on the wings really. But someone to like break through the middle. I mean the only player I can think of that does something like that is like La Chofis. And he's you know, he's a bum.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, when when all our skill is out wide, who are they crossing it to? You You need a target man for Tecatito and Chuki to send in a cross to. Or have that target man absorb defensive pressure so that Tecatito and Chuki could have open shots.
0: Yeah, there is a striker crisis at the moment. We're just going to have to learn how to play with the false nine like some other nations do. I mean, you look at Germany, they they had a striker problem. Does Spain have a striker problem? I feel like Spain... And yes.
1: And
3: it's t- still too early for me on Santi Jimenez. Like,
1: there's potential Bro, he's there. The best, he's the best there's... false nine there is in the game. He's there's... one of the best.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, there's potential there for for Mexico having a good striker, but... I, I still think it's too early. I haven't made up my mind on him
2: yet.
1: Honestly, I think... Because here's the thing, man. He creates
2: wait, his own wait, chances. Wait. What? You you made up your mind on Brandon Vasquez, but I haven't made up your guy in Europe killing goals?
3: No, no, no. no I haven't. I, I said Brandon Vasquez would be a good young striker up-and-coming for Mexico. But... Because Mexico doesn't have any young up-and-coming strikers...
1: What about De La Rosa? Who? De La Rosa?
3: I haven't seen too much of him. I, that's the I, guy even...
1: Pachuca? Yeah.
0: Eh, eh. He
1: keeps getting called up.
0: He does. I don't know why. I don't really see anything special in him. Insane. But, like, if we're talking about
1: young talent coming through, that's going to be one of the next ones. Yeah. While we do have a striker-like issue, we have to nurture what we have. And unfortunately, this is what we have. Mm. Now, like La Boma said, one of the big things is going after those dual nationality players. I feel like that is becoming the global strategy for every national team. It's targeting dual nationality players.
0: France does it on a day-to-day basis.
2: Mm-hmm. Most of Africa does that too.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and they—they're not crying about naturalizados; they're just winning World Cups.
1: <laughs> I mean, pero señor, Mexican xenophobia is so much better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, like to me, once once you have your citizenship, you have all the rights that a natural born citizen has.
1: Sí, güey, pero estás guerito.
0: Uh, we have Disco Fever, yeah, 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 on YouTube saying, when will Mexico have an actual talented goalkeeper instead of that never-was-carrot-top-televisa-bot-ochoa?
1: I've never agreed more goalkeeper. with yeah, yeah, yeah than in this moment. What? Gracias, señor. What? My hat's what? off to you. Y no te olvide, a sandwich. Bimbo. He's
3: Bimbo. Train, man. He's in yeah. his late 30s is crushing it in Europe and he's no one no one in Mexico can even come close to him.
0: That's a real problem though. Like Disco says like we just haven't developed any talented goalkeepers like you look at uh, Acevedo he's not the one. And after that it's like what? Malagón? I don't know.
2: He's not the
3: one. Ma- Malagon took the reins for from at America and eventually he'll take the reins from
2: Ochoa at the National Ooh. No way. He ate up that second goal today. Against Nashville. That was all him. It wasn't even that out with them. He he was just ball watching. I just missed doing a watch on like the twenty
0: eighth. I miss a dude like Osvaldo. Maybe you know he was a great he was a good great goalkeeper, but more importantly, it was just like the leadership and and the character he had. That dude was an authority figure on the pitch and you, you don't see players with that anymore, that kind of personality.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like you can tell in the current Mexico squad, it's basically Ochoa and like kinda uh, hold things down in the locker room, but on field presence, there there is no on field like he used leadership. to be
0: he used to be guardado. I think when he was the captain, he kinda ha- took that leadership role. Yeah. As of right now, can't really think of anyone.
2: Everyone's soft now. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, it's because, like, just think about it. Like, back in the day, it's like, you know, like in the locker room and everything, you had to, like, you couldn't even change with the first team. If you were a rookie, even if you got called up, like, you know, you couldn't even sit with them. Like, you had to earn your way up. And now it's like, no, you know, everybody has to be a teammate. Everybody has to be nice. Uh, same thing with the national team. Like, you remember a Chicharito, like, 2018 World Cup? Like, mm-hmm. he'd be going off on them. He'd, like, be, like, doing his little speeches. And if you look at the body language, no one was really paying attention to him. When he was, like, yeah, with no. his own, like, Im- it's- imaginemos cosas chingonas and all that, you can tell everybody was, like, okay, dude, so like, what's your point?
0: Like ah, you're just just on code. Just shut up, dude.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's just the younger generation, man. It's like even like uh, it happens at clubs. I remember, uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Rooney. He said like he came out to, you know, after they lost, and like Lingard and all these guys were like dancing and doing like videos, like TikToks or whatever. And he's like, "That would have never happened back in the day. Back in the day, you lose, bro. The whole week is like somebody died." And these guys like literally they lose and thirty minutes later it's like they're what's on streaming on the
0: playing uh call, of duty. uh call of
2: duty yeah so yeah, I, mean, I mean I just I think just... it's not a Mexico thing it's just a worldwide thing everyone's just becoming um softer I guess
0: David feikesen said um yeah America should should be complaining about their incap incapacity to control the last seconds of a game instead of like blaming the referee like blame themselves
2: yeah they were a response for that I mean you could tell the ref
0: uh, we lost you there buddy
1: time it do me a favor under that same tweet can you check if anyone has told him that this is why he gets punched in the fucking
0: face? <laughs> I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it.
3: I'll, I'll go put that tweet without replaying his comments if nobody has.
0: I haven't
1: seen it. Usually it's the first one. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what? Dude, this is the catina next one. Oh, someone. boca. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, he's talking so much shit. I love it. Fucking, oh, that's just wild,
1: dude. That just feels so dirty. That's like, I know, right? hey, yo, I've been on the metro all day. I haven't washed my hands, but I'm still gonna finger pop you.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is crazy. I don't know man. League's Cup, I think we all got bamboozled. We were promised one thing. I think we had expectations of it going a certain way. And in the end it's been a whole it's like uh January 6th, was it? What was that play, that day where like everyone stormed the Capitol? I think that that's what that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peaceful so- pro- protest. Fuck that, dude. We're going to take their cheeks.
1: But have we not all been watching? It's like,
0: it's like a train wreck, man. You just can't keep your eyes off it. That's
1: it, man. Like, look, I'll be honest. I haven't been watching the MLS versus MLS matches. Me
0: Yeah.
1: Right? But every single time it's a Liga MX game, I'm tuning in. I'm in there. I'm watching it. <laughs> like, puta madre, wey. Viel de Queretaro. Cuando ves un pinche juego de Queretaro. <laughs>
0: Maybe the was no
3: thing of Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'll be honest, I did
0: watch I've those. only watch
3: I've only watched America games.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. That, uh, and same yeah. thing for
3: Liga MX. Like for for the past 2-3 years now for Liga MX, I just watch America games. It's, like that's I've come to realize that's all I really care about like even through the selección. Mm.
1: Man, one of praise. us. One of us. <laughs>
3: I'll miss a selection game, but I won't miss an America
0: game. Yeah. yeah, dude. I I honestly felt that way after the last. I mean, after the World Cup, for sure. I was just like, you know what? I'm just sticking to supporting my club. Right now, unfortunately, we we are forced to watch this tournament because Liga Menkes is put on pause, and and they're yeah. not even letting the the teams that are eliminated play against each other. It's like this is. This is a joke, man. It's like we have nothing else to watch. We're forced to watch this shit. But you yep. get
1: training sessions. You get coaching. Like your team can tighten up the lose bolts. And that was one of my things with like ¿sabes qué? Si perdemos tienes semanas para trabajar con el equipo completo. Well,
3: not anymore because your coach is gone. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Eres un
4: estupido. Dude,
1: I said it like the call is coming from inside the house. No, but I
3: like, I, I take your point. Like, Chivas has had probably the best time right now to prepare for Liga MX. Johnny, I keep
4: telling this to my key hermanos and. They don't want to believe it, man.
3: Super leaders Chivas are going to be well prepared for Liga MX. I
2: don't buy that. that <laughs> like if you go without game rhythm, that affects you.
4: Oh, dude, it's the peak of the training montage in Rocky Five, Ch- right? Chivas- has him up there in the mountain, running Chivas- up and, yeah.
3: and- she made the Chivas made the Liga MX final, so they had the shortest vacation anyway so they they actually could benefit from yeah. That.
4: yeah see and, and yeah that's been one thing that has affected teams in the past that make the final and to say communities and shit like that but it's that's part of it too where they have that least amount of time to recover
3: although by by that standard Charlos should you know win the league they've had the most
2: vacation out of any <laughs> team <laughs> One thing... I don't know. I'm, <clears throat> I'm here watching Tigres, and they had a certification tune. They're doing well.
0: One thing I want to say is, if this was an audition or like uh, a trial run to see what a potential super league between Liga MX and MLS would look like, they have failed miserably. I don't think anyone's bought into this idea that we should join forces. At least the way things have been like- going. <laughs>
4: I don't think this is I a try run to see that. how the teams would do. It's more to see how they would okay. show the games.
2: Okay. Yeah, like that. what is, is it, how 47 it. teams?
4: Yeah, but yeah. I mean, in, eventual, in an eventual tournament, mechs right. are gonna obviously going to want to cool. have games at home and not just be playing them here all the time.
2: Look, it has... No, I'm it, talking about Super League. Like has, combined
0: league. I'll, I'll, I have Ron joining us right now. Um, one thing I want to say before I kick it off to him is it's failed on many different ways. Number one, like the logistics of it, right? You've had teams been straight out in, in the airports. Number two, it's just like they've shown that they are incompetent when it comes to officiating, right? And number three, it's just like the demand is just not there, right? You've seen some of these matches, and the stadiums are fucking empty. Not all of them, right? All obviously all the messy games have been sold out and, and right now uh, the game in Houston between Monterrey and Reales looks like it's sold out. But for the most part, those other games, they they have not been the best. The 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 ratings came out and dude, none of these games have hit a million views yet. So Apple's not gonna release their numbers, but the ones that have been passed on, you know, Fox and Tudene and Unimas and Univision, like they have been abysmal. So Again, if this was like a whole trial run for for a super league, the evidence is there, man. This we're we're not ready for it yet, and we should not join forces. But I'll kick it over to Ron, who's been fuming. Ron, we we found out after the fact that America got eliminated. We thought they had been through after they had celebrated. So we found out here yeah, that what had happened. I was, Holy shit, man! I've never seen I, anything like that.
5: Uh, well, I have. I have. I uh, would. Santos and Copa Libertadores
4: in two thousand four Copa Libertadores. I thought you were gonna say
5: Morelia, bro. I thought you no, were gonna. Say... Uh, no, no. I, I mean, I, I remember like you know, I, and I'm not a Santos fan, but I was pissed how you know how uh, Colo did a uh, Santos dirty against Labor played in two thousand four, and then, and then uh, there was another one I I want to say I don't remember if it was Cruz Azul or Pumas, but they also got screwed uh, over by uh, Santos. Uh, I think, when, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when Neymar was there. Uh, but but I mean I, I thought that America had won and then I had basically you know I, I muted I had muted the uh, the screen and then I was watching on the other screen I was watching uh, uh, Tigres in in, in in Monterrey and then a friend texts me It's like hey 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 America you know hasn't won yet I'm like what I, just, I switched over and then I keep you know I keep you know like five minutes pass by and they're calling me like. I think they're gonna call the you know redo the PK. I think they're gonna redo the PK. And then obviously they did and stuff like that and 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 obviously, you know, pissed off that America lost. Uh and, and, and more than anything, the way the reason I'm pissed off is is how it was handled, the time it took, and but more more than anything, it's the inconsistency of of how they've applied that rule. Now I've, I've tried to basically, you know, uh, take still images and, you know, obviously looking at still images from other people, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that. And, and there's really not a, an image that I can see that, you know, de- definitively to see if the, um, uh, the, the goalkeeper from Medica's foot was completely, you know, uh, off the line. There is one image that kind of looks it, but, but you can't really tell because it's not a side view. But but let, let's assume let's assume that his his, uh, his rear foot was, you know, let's say a millimeter past the line, which by the letter of the law, it's illegal, right? okay, let's 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 say I concede that. That still doesn't negate the fact that they've applied this and the penalty is horrible to me because there's been other games where the creeper, you know, you know, you know his momentums uh, forward before the point of contact. And nothing happens. I, I just I just think that this is a shit show. And more than anything, the fact that we have you know, I mean, if we were really gonna be anal about this, honestly, I don't want it to be that anal because I don't want every penalty kick to where to, where they're gonna use bar for this. I, I accept I accept that the keeper may move you know, a centimeter, you know, you know, within reason past past the uh past that line. I can accept that whether I'm on the winning side or the losing side, I can accept it because honestly, I don't want it to be that methodical, you know? But, but it's, just, it's just the whole officiating throughout the whole tournament really has pissed me off, you know? And and honestly, uh, I, I know that, you know, uh, Liga next president, you know, he's bent over. He's bent over for hell you know, and I made a comment earlier in one of my Twitter, you know, uh, comments that every time, every time Liga MX or the Mexican Federation concede advantages, they get fucked, and it's, it's it doesn't matter. I mean, in, in eighty in eighty two, in seventy four, when when Liga M- or the Federation conceded uh, conceded cat to have the World Cup qualifiers in a single host country. Mexico didn't go to the World Cup, so it's just it just really pissing me off that you know that we have a history of conceding for the almighty dollar, you know, and we get fucked over.
0: Uh, I understand, Ron. As as we speak, uh, Tigres got a controversial penalty call called against them, and Monterrey is about to take it in the ninety fifth minute of this match. So this could settle the game right now. Controversial penalty kick call. The referee went to VAR, and uh, he even gave Pizarro a yellow card because he kept like trying to look over his shoulder and look at the at the at the at the um, replay himself. A
3: ver si Guzmán
0: se saca un pito de la boca. Guzmán, who had some uh, magic tricks the other day. In the PK shootout, he uh, he took out some uh, was it like string out of his mouth, and he did the whole miming. So we'll see what he does oh, sure. right now.
5: All right, I'm I'm
0: I'm watching. I'm watching. Right
5: he now. took off his Honestly, gloves. I,
0: He's taking I his want, sweet I want time. To win.
5: I, I, I'm sorry, I want Tigre to win. I, I don't think the Murcera has has it. I don't, I don't think they have the depth to win it.
0: What I, I do agree with you, you know, as far as like, look, whether whether the goalkeeper stepped off the line or not, like that's fine. But the fact that this has not been enforced the and there's been so many games that have gone to PKs and they haven't enforced it once. And why would you do it right now? Out of all out of all things. You, you've seen cases where they where the keeper clearly moves,
5: and you've also seen cases where there's like you know it's where they where they invade the. Uh, the penalty box before the you, know, the, you know, the point of contact. And they don't, and then they don't do it. Now, again, like I said, I can, cons- I'm, I'm okay with, with, you know, bending the, 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 rule, you know, the letter of the law just a little bit, you know, within reason. I get that, you know, people, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't care. Like I said, I don't care about the losing end or on the winning end. I can accept that the team, ke- the keeper may, you know, may move. You know, we're not talking like, like Brianna Scurry, type you know uh you know the keeper for the US girl you know the US women's when they won the the, the what was it the World Cup in uh, was it ninety nine? When they beat China in penalties and sh like literally fucking took up, like four or five steps. I mean I can understand, understand that but when we're talking about you know an inch here? Come on You know Phoenix
0: so, you're score
5: <laughs> You your 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 feet is uh, is ahead.
0: Damn it! <sighs> Sergio Canales, the new striker or not striker, new midfielder from Betis, who has joined Rayados, has scored the winning goal for them, and it looks like they'll be advancing against LAFC, who's up three nil against Salt Lake.
5: Where are they playing this again? This game?
0: This game's in Houston. That
4: was a very well taken PK. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. ¿Sabes por qué? Porque llegó en un barco. Sí.
1: <laughs> Los mexicanos sabían
4: del maíz. Uh, I, I, I saw. I saw, see, I, saw, I, saw uh,
1: I
5: saw that Johnny Johnny uh, Rico made a comment about like you talking shit about his peak, you know, whatever. Honestly, those are the PKs that I like, whether they make it or not. You know, they take you know a good stride, and they just kick the shit out of the ball, whether it's to the left, to the right. I think that that's the way to go about it, because honestly, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you also have a keeper that's trying
3: to block it. And I just thought, you know, personally, I thought he, he I thought he kicked the ball well. You know, you you um, do you do that if you have the skills to, like for example, Osvaldo Martinez. He would run from damn near midfield and just blast the, the <laughs> shit out of the ball. Like, like, like Guatemoc. <laughs> I was literally
0: like Guatemoc. Like, like, and also, like, uh, like in
5: his, no, in his also, career, I think he only had like three or four PKs and he obviously took a shit out of them. Yeah. But, like, but, no like, but, like, but, you know, I, I understand. I, I, I like, personally, it's just, you know, it's a preference. I like, I like you know, when, when I don't like all this bunny hopping bullshit. And stuff like that, or the spin and uh, you know, if you look, if you if you make it hell, you know, you're a, you're a badass. But if you miss it, you're a piece of shit, and you need to be called all that shit. And, and honestly, I, 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 you know, when, when he missed it, I'm like, bro, you kick. You, it's like it's like it's like in baseball. dude, you 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 hit the sweet spot of the baseball, a beautiful line drive, but unfortunately. It goes, you know,
0: someone catches it, you know, and uh, so it is what it is. I had the whole stutter step or trying to, you know, trick the goalkeeper. High risk, low reward, man. Because obviously, if you put I it, mean, you put it away. You put it away. But if you miss, you look like a donkey.
1: Have you, you, you did. not seen the best in the game, aka Antuna? Los pinches penales que toma ese güey. He, he tried Los to give out Jimenez. Visto.
3: Antuna Dude, tried uh, to give uh, out uh, uh, Jimenez so much, and he failed miserably. I mean, uh, honestly, uh,
5: like, I, I was I was even pissed off when she was lost, you know, in, in, uh, in those PKs. You know? And that just, like, when Antuka took that penalty, I was, I was living, and I'm thinking, why am I pissed? I hate this team
1: but but I want to and you're like bro you should have done this yes. at the academy level you
0: know? I used to get so fucking true. aneurysm when Pulido would take our PKs man that dude did some of the gayest <laughs> fucking PKs I've ever seen in my life
4: <laughs> it's
0: true it's true it's <laughs> true and then you guys had, um, oh shit! Now El Guzman's out of the goalkeeping box. Oh, and they almost scored again, dude. They they went for a, a corner kick, sent the goalkeeper up, and he almost got caught with his pants down. Oh! Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tigres are down a man. Antu- uh Anquino, he got a ret- sent off.
5: Straight red? Was it straight red? I
1: wasn't even paying attention. No, no, no. Second yellow. Yeah. Second se-
0: yellow. Second
1: okay. yellow. Yeah. Yo, fun. I'm not gonna lie. I do like the way Thea has put on their championship patch, just on the bottom.
0: Uh, what is it like a star?
1: Uh, it's it's the shield of Liga MX champions. Oh, okay. Oh, you this. Is, is that a, is is that is that a new thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. You're a little ahead of me. I want to see the. Is that in? Is that that?
4: Is that in that patch a new thing? It's I don't
1: been recalls, seen happening it for the last couple years.
3: uh
0: Oh, here we go. Here we go. Atlas rocked
1: it. And the fans are throwing water bottles. Oh my God! This is exactly what we needed. This is what Leagues Cup was supposed to be. What's <laughs> <it's>
4: happening? So...
1: <laughs> this, this <laughs> is... <laughs> if
5: i if I'm Monterrey, did I I do the uh, the 1983 Club America strategy of getting you know when they got eliminated by Chivas. They basically, you know, they, that that famous, you know, uh, the, the famous uh, fight, you know, everybody against everybody, and then uh, so, you know, Chivas basically went to the final against Puebla with, with like nine guys uh, uh, red carded and unable to play the final. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 you know that's you know uh, uh, high IQ, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, you're going to beat me,
3: and you're going to go to the final, I'm not going to let you play the final with your full teeth. <laughs> but, man, that, that America team was um, full of Guerrero. Still, Alfredo Tena, San Foria.
5: To this, you know, to, to, to date, that team, that America team that lost the semifinals to Chivas is still the best team, you know, that never won the, the title. The amount of points, goals, and
1: stuff like that—I mean, that shit's still yeah. on. I mean, that's qué
0: pedo? Ni lo terminaron. Game I mean, is the... over. I America... through.
3: the yeah. the '90s America were also one of the best teams to never win it.
1: Yeah,
5: yeah, you're right.
1: Metele un putazo. Imagine, bitch, chingalasos. <laughs>
2: they lost their striker man because they look scary
0: i know man they lost their striker to a turf injury that's what you get for wearing normal cleats on a turf field i've learned that lesson a hard way you do not wear normal grass cleats on artificial turf because where the grass would normally pull uh you just you just get caught on turf man
2: what is that he, literally what happened to him? He's wearing regular cleats.
0: He was wearing regular cleats. His ankle got um fucked up. And like nobody wears turf shoes unless you're like uh like the home team that's used to playing on that pitch.
4: Yeah, six months he's gonna be out. I was seeing the replay of uh Fato who's like walking
3: the line <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, I'm going to say good night. Thank you for Yeah, Johnny,
0: thanks for hopping on tonight. Yeah. All right, guys, have a good
4: night. Yep, likewise. We'll
3: night, now,
2: but... <laughs> oh, I,
3: man.
0: I think
4: Monterrey, I think Monterrey will make the final. It'll be Monterey versus Messi's
0: team i'm glad I rayados think, won. uh we've seen the lafc tigres matchup too many times I, it's it's time for rayados to push their shit in i think they want
5: la i think they want lafc and, and miami yeah i think what
1: they want. yeah that's that's a good my, i'm not gonna lie that's a good draw my like question I, is why run
4: Ron, when i I mean, it's League's Cup. Wouldn't you want the rivalry? The U.S. makes rivalry thrown in there.
5: Here, here's the thing: conventional wisdom would say that you want that you want America, you want you know the the, the teams that can attract and fill up the stance. That's conventional wisdom. I get that. Okay, but at the, at this point, is I I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to basically artificially, you know, create a rivalry. You know, uh, and you know if they have to forego a little bit of the uh, Mexican uh, attendance, you know the Mexican fan attendance, so be it. Because I mean, at this point, I mean, it's if it's, it's what like Jesus Martinez, you know, President of Grupo Pachuca, and then some of you know other uh, you know uh, folks and like for example, picante and folks at talking about about the. Uh, the pay, the pay, the you know, the pay structure, where it's not even a good business for League MX right now. You know, I, think, I mean, you yeah. have to think of well, if we're paying peanuts. Who gives a shit? But like I said, I'm just really disappointed. I'm really, really disappointed that, you know, that you know, League MX basically conceded uh, this, this, you know, conceded advantages, and right now. And right now, just the whole of Mexican soccer, the, the entire you know, you know, uh, ecosystem, they don't have they don't have the luxury to to concede you know advantage. In. The league is shit right now. The national team is shit. You know, even the youth teams are shit right now. At this point, you know, you, you know, you just gotta you know keep grinding, keep working. And you know, and and not, you know, and, and whatever little advantage you may or may
0: not have, you fucking hold on, you know, with your life, you know. L A F C just scored a fourth goal. It looks like uh, it's going to be Rayados versus L A F C on either Friday or Saturday, and I think L A would probably host. I don't really know what they do in, in the case of this, where it's like. Like the Tigres Rayados game was uh, "quote unquote" on neutral grounds out in Houston, which I thought was interesting. Okay.
1: So the way that it works is if it is a, um, if I'm if I'm correct, it is if it's an MLS <laughs> team, they always get home.
0: I see. MLS versus League MX, MLS gets the home advantage. League MX versus the MX, neutral ground. And then if it's MLS versus MLS, it's like whoever had the higher seat in the table or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, I Well if we're gonna put in the fix, I I think LAFC versus Miami
2: is kinda mm-hmm. what it's gonna be. So they- I, I think that's what they want. Monterrey long. looks too good, man. I think
1: Monterrey's going to put it Si, sí, con- America?
2: Like, if they're going to fuck you over, they're going to fuck you over. Yeah, but America messed up on their end, too, towards, like, the end of the game. And then America, like, they're good on um, offense, but their defense is pretty shaky, too. And they showed in the yeah. Guilla, also.
5: You're, yeah, you're right. And, uh, America does have to do a little soul searching because, uh, they played better and they should have, they should have, you know, they should have played a little smarter, um, towards the end, you know, time management. Uh, there were, there were, you know, there were a couple of times where they should have, you know, they shouldn't have gone. They should have just, you know, keep possession, hold the ball and, and not, you know, and keep the lines a little bit more compact. And honestly, you know, like, that 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 last play that ended up, you know, uh equalizing in, in the in the like in the last minute in stoppage time. I mean, I was basically like screaming at the screen and it's like, you know, telling him to telling him to commit a tactical foul. Don't let the ball go, you know, that far into the into the into the field. And as soon as it did, I, I knew that a medical was, was basically fucked. It's like God dang it. You know? So yeah. I, yeah, yeah. it's not it's not all <laughs> it's not all on the refs but the, the officiating has been just spectacularly bad all around you know yeah absolutely um, and and this is not i mean this is just not me no no digo show eh It's that's an inside that's an inside joke with with us uh, so so yeah i mean that, that's just been spectacularly bad the way they've applied bar and this and that so but other than that you know uh, just in general, the league, the you know, the teams need to, to learn how to play a, a little smarter towards the end. Um, you know, sometimes when they need to, when they need to, I don't agree with defending, you know, for 30 minutes or, 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 or even 20 minutes, you know, to, to, you know,
0: holding a, a lead, you know? It's just closing out yeah. games, man. It's been a, it's been a, our character flaw forever.
5: It's, it, 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 it is. I mean, I, to a certain degree, you're right, Jaime. Um, you know, I've, that's why I've, I've always been like of the, the, the La Puntista school of, of being balanced, you know, you attack when you need to attack, you defend when you need to defend and you, and you recuperate when you need to recoup, you know? And, um, and I, and, and you're right. It's it, that, that time management, you know, it's been, it's been our Achilles heel. I mean, just, I mean, just going back to, for example, the 27, uh, the, uh, the 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 Yo 7 Copa Sudamericana final against uh, Arsenal de Sarandí we had that in the bag Fucking america fucked it up in the last you know in the mo you know uh, minutes of the game you know uh
0: fuck. disco fever yeah 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 says coca got what they wanted they took out the biggest threat to Messi which was Tigres I disagree, Disco. I think Monterrey have more firepower to get it done. And it's official. LAFC beats Real Salt Lake 4-0. So the quarterfinals are as listed. LAFC versus Tigre, uh, sorry Monterrey. And Nashville versus Minnesota. You have Miami versus Charlotte. And Philadelphia versus Querétaro. So the possibilities of a Rayados Queretaro final is not, Hey, it's still it's still a possibility. It's not out of the question yet. But boys, we have it stacked against us. There's only two Liga MX teams remaining.
1: Let's be honest, guys. There's only one team remaining. Ah, don't care,
0: <laughs> Don't count on uh, Querétaro, man. I think everyone's been...
1: Nah, bro. I, I think Querétaro's going to pull it. I, I think they're going to be the dark
2: horse. All yeah, right, that's pero
1: también y hecho la sal, so
2: cuídate. I just think it's hilarious that, like, last year, everyone had, everybody and their grandma wanted Querétaro to be banned from Liga Mequis after that incident. <laughs> and now everyone's, like, on Querétaro's nuts because they're doing better than expected.
0: I would say let's let's not mix the two together. You know, don't get me wrong. What they've done in Liga Mequis is atrocious, not only of what happened, but also because of uh, the fact that they haven't been playing their players. Oh, wow. Are we just taking the Denmark approach?
2: They they play like shit in the league. Their games are not attractive to watch from a neutral perspective. It's like a terrible club. that shouldn't exist. But all of a sudden, they decided to turn up during League Cup. Like You know, that'd be the first team that I would expect to like lose all their games on purpose just to go back home and chill. But I don't even know what's going on with them.
0: Very interesting. They just released the schedule for the quarterfinals. One thing that uh, caught my attention is the match between LAFC and Monterrey. It will be at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena.
1: Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah there was talks about moving the like if that was the game just because of the capacity that they can fill in there
0: what a Tell bunch what day is that what a bunch of whores it's at 7 30 p.m. on Friday August 11th
4: oh man uh, are you guys going to catch that you Jaime or uh, what
0: <sighs> damn on such I'm, short I'm notice see, dude. it's a tough yeah one. it's hard
4: for a short no- yeah right.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, if it would have been Saturday, I probably would be able to go. But Friday afternoon, that's a tough one.
5: Yeah, I'm not going to be able to cover the Philly the Philly one either.
0: Yeah, Philly uh, versus Guerrero. That's at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern at Subaru Park. Inter Miami versus Charlotte at Fort Lauderdale and Nashville versus Minnesota over there in Tennessee. The semifinals are scheduled for Tuesday, August 15th, and the final and third place match will be on Saturday, August 19th. So, the good thing is the closer we get to wrapping this tournament up, the closer we are for Liga Mickey's return. And I can tell you I'm I'm over it. I just want Liga Mekis to, to go back to to normal. Chivas are undefeated with uh, three games out of three. We'll see if they get back in rhythm for that. But that's not gonna happen for another uh two weeks.
5: Um uh, question uh came in late. Did you guys talk about uh, the rumors about uh, the Lamborghini?
0: We did talk about it. Um you know how do you feel about it? I don't
5: I don't understand you know um why they're waiting this long just just give it to Jimmy you know yeah because here's, here's here's my here's my take um like you remember
0: the scene in the movie Moneyball
5: which one when uh what's um the movie Moneyball with uh, Brad Pitt and uh, oh yeah
0: but what what scene
5: <laughs> the, the scene where um the uh, the Oakland A's manager sh- I forget his name um I forget his name in real life. Uh, I think he also even coached the Astros or played with the Astros. I shouldn't forget. But anyhow, long story short um, where he's, yeah, he's, you know, he's talking to Brad Pitt and he's talking about how, you know, the fact that they, they haven't extended his contract and, and stuff like that. Oh, it yeah. just makes it feel like, you know, you're not being valued. And for me, it seems like the longer they keep, you know, not, you know, not, you know, naming Jimmy, it's like, jimmy's you know maybe getting that that's you know that sensation where they're trying to find every other coach <laughs> under the sun before they just give him uh, before they tell him you know okay you, you know we weren't able to find anybody so here's your team Yeah, Yo, like, you know oh, that's true you know it's like you know fuck you you know either just either you want me now or, or you don't let me move on
0: yeah, you know that is true. The more you delay this, the more embarrassing it is for Jimmy, right? Because it it really does feel like he's getting the benefit of the doubt, but they're still interviewing people, you know.
5: Yeah, I mean, it, well, here's here's the thing, and obviously we won't have this insider information, but but if 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 as long as you're upfront, as long as you're honest, you know, if if Jimmy feels like you know he's being treated fairly and honestly, and says, okay, Jimmy. You, you knew from the get-go that this was going to be, uh, uh, you know, you didn't have the position full-time. And that, you know, we gave you the uh, the Gold Cup, you know, uh, as a trial. But, you know, we're going to see if we're going to go with somebody else. If you can accept those terms and you still want to be in contention, okay. I mean, if he if he accepted those terms and he was okay with it, I'm all for it, okay? But... I don't think that's the case knowing how, you know, the, 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 FMF operates. And, and I personally do feel that, you know, he's getting that, that, that Oakland a managed, you know, that, that, that treatment from like the money ball scene mm-hmm. where, where they're just delaying it, delaying it. And basically it's like a show of no confidence. And yeah. if that's the case, Jimmy should just pump to go, you know, go pound sand. Gentlemen, it's uh late in my neck, you know, I'm in the East coast. Um, Good talking to you guys uh, and uh, you know let's uh let's pray to the League MX gods that uh, they can pull through you know
0: yeah Ron thanks for hopping on sorry about what happened with America I came into this podcast thinking that they had gotten through and then found out about the about the heel turn but uh, yeah
2: yep, yep, yep
0: yeah we'll uh, we'll catch you later yeah um, we're, we should be wrapping up this pretty soon anyways, but uh, pretty crazy what's been happening today in League's Cup action. A lot of drama. Drama sells, but not in this way. Not like this.
1: Damn, bro. I'm looking forward to what Mexico's, like, the talking points on the Mexican media are going to be.
0: Oh, I know. Spicy be soccer. Because let's.
1: Let's be honest is, is, is MLS por un ahora,
0: Will they change their narrative? You know, after they got you know fought? what,
1: man. I really like uh, Fox Deportes. Oh yeah, like they got good points on there, and it's not as much mommy as spicy
0: soccer. Punto final, yeah. I don't know. man.
2: Punto final, Radio Fox. Are happy seeing the League's Cup right now because they're gonna have the World Club <laughs> Cup here. So when they see that, you know, Dallas usually sells their home tickets for 40 bucks and then Messi shows up a play and the cheapest one is like 240 and mm-hmm. that's like box office. I think FIFA is like, oh, yeah, we're bringing all these European teams it's gonna be official tournament. We know what cities to go to where it doesn't matter if it's Mexicans or Americans, you know where mm-hmm. the money's at. They're gonna make a killing. You might not even see the Club World Cup like move outside of places. Like the U.S. because what benefits the U.S. is all this diversity, all this, all these different cultures. So you're going to have like a lot of demand for lots of teams. So like on the Gold Cup, you're like Guatemala and El Salvador selling out the stadiums. So same thing, you bring teams from Argentina, Spain, whatever. All those people have populations here. That's just going to make the Club World Cup crazy amount of money. Because I don't remember you guys seen games before when they would host them like in Japan and shit. Like if it was like a or Chivas or whoever playing against like the Asian or African opponent, that stadium did be empty. It would be like half empty. And that's not going to happen here. It's going to be a fucking cash cow for them.
0: I've always slept on the Club World Cup literally because it was always in the middle of the night, you know. Games at like 2, 3 in the morning. And they were hosted in, like you mentioned, Japan or in Saudi Arabia or Qatar. do You know, wherever the fuck they've been hosting those Club World Cup games, they just have not been attractive. And I'm looking forward to it being held here in the States. I know for a while they put it on pause because it just wasn't worth the trip, right? Like, you were guaranteed one game. And if you lost that game, you were sent back home. And then they did this whole, like, well, we got to you know play for like fifth place or some shit it was just like a pointless tournament and uh, now they're gonna expand it and it's gonna be held here in the states and you know we're having three consecutive summers here in the states with international football you know we had like leagues cup this year we're gonna have copa america next year and then club world cup after that and then it's gonna be the world cup so yeah a lot of international football that's going to be done here in the States. And we'll see if it picks up steam, you know. I think a lot of casuals have tuned in to Messi. But I don't think any of them are sticking around if he gets eliminated. Or they've had enough curiosity to check out the other matches. Honestly, I think a lot of these people are just watching Messi and cutting that stream off as soon as he gets substitute, subs, subs off or you know, the game ends.
2: No, I mean, but at the same time, even with that, I mean, still exposure, exposure. Because, like, there's one guy from Dallas, uh, Velasco, I think he's, like, from Argentina. Uh, he played well against Miami. And then after that game, his Instagram followers went up, like, by 8,000. And it was just, I guess it was other Argentinos watching him play. And they are like, <laughs> wow, this guy's good. Like, where's he's in the MLS. He's not bad. Maybe he can become something. So, I mean, regardless, that messy whole thing, it gives you that exposure that as a player, as well, you know, a young player, you're facing Messi, you have a great game, and a lot of eyes on you, you. Might open the door for Europe or whatever. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I would also look at the positives about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the frustrations I had with Liga Meki's teams not even trying, right? There was going to be a lot of eyeballs, um, you know, with Cruz Azul, I mean, talk about Messi's debut. Cruz Azul had a chance to go up like 3 4 nil in that first half. So, you know, there was a lot of opportunities missed, I think, for Liga Meckes' teams just to, like, just show them their best product, right? And and to actually try to win these games. But a lot of these players, they came in just for vacation, bro. Hey, we're going to be in the uh, in America for a couple of weeks. Let's go shopping. Let's, you know, check out the streets. Oh, yeah, by the way, we got these games, but they don't really matter. If we lose now, we get to go back to Mexico and get three weeks off. So let's do that instead.
1: And the one thing is, even at that point, Cruz Azul was able to neutralize Messi. He, he had one goal from a free kick. The rest of the time, they were able to get after him, shut him down, and they were, they did it right.
2: To be fair, it was his first game. Also, you can tell like he's slowly getting used to it. Uh, that Taylor guy that plays with him, that blonde hair kid, that guy looks like you know his Neymar, like his Swat is like. He be- I've never heard of that kid in my life, and now <laughs> he's all of a sudden, like Messi's Robin. So,
0: it's so crazy how easy it is for Messi to just win a game. Like he doesn't even try, man. He's probably at like fifty percent power right now. And he's fucking winning these games like they're nothing. It's just, you know, the, the level of intensity and in competition is not even close to someone that's been playing at the highest level their entire career. It's like taking a professional fighter and then saying, all right, you get to go to, like, kindergarten and, and beat people up. You're like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. We're coming up on the two-hour mark, guys. Just want to give you guys the opportunity to have your closing thoughts, and then we can wrap up episode 395.
4: Uh, Closing thought for me. Interesting to see what will happen, uh, what Ahmed will say about this, if they say anything at all, and just how it will be handled. I do think they have a case, but I'm also surprised they agreed to to take the cake.
0: I agree. Very curious to see what the narrative is within the media in Mexico, how Me- how America handles it, if they will have a statement, and if the president of Liga Mekis will say something about it either, because I'm sure this ruffled a lot of feathers tonight.
1: Yo, we just have to see what Atlas is saying. Has anyone checked their Twitter lately? Why Atlas? No mames, No te acuerdas lo que No, I have a goldfish about...
0: memory.
1: I have a goldfish memory about them. Uh, oh, the, quoting... the,
0: the the Nazi thing. <laughs> the Nazi thing. Shit, bro, that was like a month ago, man. I don't even know how long ago that was.
4: They've been quite. They they got yeah, they got all too hushed. They've been in quiet time ever
0: since. Yeah, very curious to hear how things are uh, dealt with tomorrow. I'm sure it's not going to be pleasant. Uh, Abdias, what you got for us, man?
1: All right, gentlemen. Well, my closing thoughts is I hate the fucking short-mindedness of League and Mickey's. I've been saying this before, and I'll say it again. We need to move to a long tournament format. Can't keep doing these little short ones where every game is way too crucial. It's it doesn't work. Right? You want something short? You want a quick little hand job? Cool. Bring me back fucking Copa Mekis. Right? Let's do these things. And then honestly, this I was all for these league, this League's Cup, right? I I've been championing it. I've been talking about it. I want to see what it grows into. But you know what, man? I'm not going to keep getting fistfucked and saying thank you. That's that's not what I'm here for. And we'll see what happens. There has to be an appeal, bro. And you know what? I'm not even going to say from, from Cuba America. It has to be from FMF. You know, Liga MX needs to do something to apply that type of pressure. Porque no mames, wey, son It's worse than what they did to them in Libertadores. And this isn't a Libertadores-style play. I know. Because I don't think they would have as many U.S. teams if they had to go into fucking Toluca. Do you understand how much of a fortress Toluca is? Going into El Azteca con América. Going into fucking el BBVA in Monterrey. Like, going into those hostile environments, they can't play. Having the fans outside of your hotel room singing and chanting until 3 in the morning to make sure that you don't get any sleep. Like, that's what this game needs.
0: We'll see, man. There's too much of a cash grab with with Ligia. And the short-sightedness, it's another character flaw in Mexico man it's it's one of those things it's like we're so focused on the money and what's what's good for me now instead of like taking the time to have a well thought out project and create something that's going to be beneficial in the long term for not just the league but the national Mexican national team and i, I don't think that'll ever change i think there's just too much pig he- pigheadedness i think there's just too much greediness and too much corruption for us to to think that way or for things to go in that direction but we shall
1: see and it's sad and it's sad it is sad because that's what's always going to keep us behind that short-mindedness that unwillingness to sacrifice
0: it's a it's a tough one man there's times where it's like, why 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 even care about sports, man? It's like, what do we get out of it? It's like there's there's so much emotional, you know, pain. But uh here we are every other day, every every week, supporting our clubs, man. That's just what we do. Al Pastor, what you got for me, man? After seeing this, are you still gonna be betting on League's Cup?
2: Yes, I mean, I've been doing well so far, but just eager to say, you know, I had to butcher it up. But, no, I mean, honestly, as far as, like, everything, dude, honestly, I think, you guys included, I think a bunch of you guys are just exaggerating. I think it's done my for real. (laughs) Like, you guys are like that fighters and right now, tweeting that MLS has caught up to Liga Mekis and that Liga Mekis is stagnated and everything. Look, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Out of 90 minutes, like, matches that lasted 90 minutes, Liga Mekis won 16, MLS won 15. Now, when they went to extra time, like the penalties, yeah, MLS dominated. There was 12 matches that won up penalties, and MLS's record is 8 of 4. But to come out and say that, oh, MLS is dominating, I'm like, what are you guys expecting? It's 18 teams versus 28 teams. The bottom third of your teams, like Liga Mekis, is probably at the same level as the bottom half of their teams or they're probably even worse. But like I said it before in the chat, so MLS starts dominating Champions League, where it's not like one MLS team has won Champions League in the last 30 years, where they consistently win it, where like this year, like LAFC wins it, then Inter-Miami wins it, and then whatever, Nashville wins it. Once it starts becoming dominant, then yes, like, go say MLS is superior, MLS has caught up to Liga Mekis, like, Liga Mekis is in the mud. But honestly, like, I don't know what everyone's, like, expecting. It's like a a tournament here in the U.S. where the advantages are to the team that's playing at home. Like, look at Monterrey. Monterrey played out in, what, Portland? Then they flew 18,000 miles to play in Houston. Now they're going to go play against LAFC with majority LAFC fans, and if they win that game, then they got to go fly 18,000 miles to get to play in Nashville with majority Nashville fans. And then if you make the final, then you got to play Messi and, like, everything that comes as far as the benefits of Miami have. Like, what are you guys expecting? Are you expecting, like, all the Liga Mechies teams just to go undefeated? Like, come on, like, look at the reality of the situation. That's why I say the real thing, the real showing is Champions League, because you got home and away. You got like it's look what happened. Leon played LAFC before Messi arrived. That was the best team of MLS. And sixth place Leon, who got knocked out of Liguilla by Tigres, they dominated them. They smoked them at home, like completely dominated them. Mm-hmm. And they, they and they dominated them in Los Angeles. And you know what people say? Oh, well, it's not fair because LAFC, they were playing a game like every three days. <laughs> That's why. Oh, but now all these advantages that MLS has, they're fair all of a sudden? So no, man. Like it, To me, and honestly, I, I like looking at the bright side. I'm very upset that Chivas didn't go far in this tournament because to me, I saw this like as a perfect warm-up for Liguilla. You know, like you're visiting games. Like you're playing against all these stadiums, you know, traveling. Like it puts you in the mindset of Liguilla. So even look at America. Even though America lost today, same thing, Tigres lost today. When they go back home to Liga MX, having that fresh, like, breath of playing at home with their fans and everything, I guarantee you, it's gonna make their home stadiums a fortress. Like, it's like they're gonna it's gonna be like, wow, it's good to be back home. Like, let's turn up with our people for our people. And that's what pissed me off about Chivas. I was like, wow, like if you're gonna do this against an MLS in the US. Like, you can handle some travel. What are you going to do in Liguilla? Are you going to shit the bed at Azteca? Are you going to shit the bed there? Like, this was a perfect warm-up for that. Like, but, yeah, once MLS starts dominating Champions League, then let's talk about it. But right now, the numbers show that Liga Mekis won more games that were normal 90 minutes than MLS. As far as, like, when they face each other directly. And, yeah, they won in penalties. They dominated more in penalties. But that's always a point flip. I just don't think it's to the point that everyone's exaggerating. Like uh, Diaz was saying, yeah, Liga Mequis, corruptos, short-minded. I get that. I agree. But as far as, like, from the competitive edge, it's not as bad as people are making it seem. If anything, the numbers back up Liga Mequis. Liga Mequis against MLS, they had a winning percentage as the away team. Of like 45%. MLS teams that go away against each other, they have a winning percentage of like 27%. That's telling you that Liga Mekki's teams are playing better as the away team against MLS competition than MLS teams themselves. So, yeah, I think that V. and Mauricio Padrosa, all these guys are like on MLS's nuts. They're like just stupid and they're going to sh- look stupid when Champions League comes around and there's going to be another Mexican team that wins it.
4: What's part of selling the tournament. It's, it's ratings, then, it's it's all and crea- that Yeah, you have to create a narrative for them. No, and to I have something that, to that, the about. fact that,
2: like, fans are buying it up, I'm like, just look at the numbers. Oh, yeah. Like, like, just look past what they're saying, they're just giving you clickbait, they're generating drama, but it's, like, Mexican fans are like, holy shit, man, we're screwed, like, the U.S. has finally caught up to us, like, we're <laughs> inferior to them. Like, oh, my goodness, they have Messi. Now they're going to get Neymar. Like, we were never going to be able to be like them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, the top, like, America, Monterrey, Tigres, you give them home and away, and you have them play 10 MLS teams, they'll probably win 80% of those keys, like those brackets. If they have played home and away, they'll probably win 80% of them. Because that's how it is because the ven- benefit that Liga Mekis has is no salary cap. Like, look at Monterrey Tigres lineup today, per MLS rules, there would have been like 20 designated players on that field. Now, that is one thing that has made MLS better compared to Liga Mekis that most of his teams are more balanced out because of the salary cap. It doesn't let, like, you know, majority of teams become powerhouses, they're more balanced out. As opposed to Liga Mekis, you got like your three rich teams and everybody else is kind of like whatever, you know? Depends what kind of season you have. But I don't think it's that bad. I mean, the numbers show that it's not that bad. Mexico has had better numbers than MLS in this tournament. And based on all the travel and everything that comes with it, I think yeah. it's great. The results it are not bad. Up.
4: Yeah, it is set up to give uh, the MLS teams the advantage as much as possible. Um my only thing I would say is they probably don't want or they're worried that if the MX team were to wash them, it would cheapen the league. you know, it would end up looking pretty bad and it would be harder to market it. Uh so it's sort of like before the, the MX to go in with one hand tight behind your back.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I think right now all the MLS fans are kind of just riding the coattails of, of this tournament, and they have that inferiority complex, man. They're they're looking for validation. They've been looking for it for the last 30 years, and now they get to rub it in our face. And unfortunately, like, everyone's kind of falling for it. But at the end of the day, this is not uh, an accurate measurement of, of how these two leagues rank up. Once you go back and look at you know Champions League, yeah, we'll see how it goes next season. And and having a home and away leg is is obviously more fair than than this tournament. And again, like I mentioned earlier, you know if this is an audition. If this is a trial run for a potential Super League in the future, they they're doing a really bad job. I understand that this is the first time they're doing something like this. They're going to learn from it. They'll probably make adjustments next season or next year. But as of right now, if you're trying to sell this, idea uh of of joining forces for the the greater good this was a terrible experiment but there's still plenty to play out in the quarterfinals that kick off on friday we'll have semis on tuesday and then the final on the 19th so stay tuned folks we'll have another episode before all that and uh thank you guys for your support tonight Love the chat. Love the emotions. Look, we love this sport, man. So make sure to follow us on Twitter, on YouTube, on IG for our updates and when our next broadcast will be. But for now, hope everyone has a wonderful night. And, of course, we'll catch you all in the next one. Good night.